Hello, my dear Scuttlebutt listeners. I am William, and I'm here today with Vic. And we're going to try something a little different today on this episode of Scuttlebutt. We've noticed that uh, we've actually, if you've noticed, you've been, we've been posting a lot of videos on our professional development page, especially with our uh, battle studies packages, uh, to, you know, have a more holistic, well-rounded approach to studying. But we really haven't gone in depth in how to actually use videos for educational purposes, how to look at them critically, and what, how to, to get the best information you can from them. So for this episode, Vic and I watched the same film, and I'm going to lead a discussion with him to sort of provide an example of how to reflect and understand what was valuable, what was invaluable from the films that you have watched. So, yeah, this is um, this is interesting because this is almost like uh, I'm being interviewed for a second time. So you've roped me into this yet again, being on this side of the it's microphone. Less of an interview; it's more of a test. So you actually paid attention. Oh, sh- yeah. Well, this is good. I'm not a good. I'm not a tester. Oh yeah, that's what I'm more of a say. reps and sets guy. Yeah, reps and sets. All right. Well, so for the purposes of this, we'll post the YouTube link on our uh, Scuttlebutt description. But we watched a video titled "The United States Marine Corps, 1775 through 1916," which is a part of a series known as a history of heroes. Yeah, we really stepped out of our comfort zone with this uh, video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe 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 you did, but. Uh, <laughs> So uh, the film was released in 2020, and it was part of a set of greater series called The United States Military, A History for Heroes, of which two episodes were broken down for the United States Marine Corps, of which we watched the first segment, 19, sorry, 1775 through 1916. So Vic, just to start off, yeah. give us your Amazon review of this film. It's something like, you know, you've watched the movie, you either love it or hate it, and you just want to go on Amazon, give it, a, first of all, give it one to th- five stars, and then just explain why. Okay, so on a on a, a rating scale, I would probably give it three and a half to four. Um, and for one, I just caveat that I'm a tough grader. But then two, um, I really I did enjoy it. I, I legitimately enjoyed it. it, it extremely informative. Um, there were aspects of Marine Corps history uh, that he gets into, like really finite details that I wasn't aware of. I thought contextually provided a, a very uh, good, um, really a deep dive into a lot of the specifics of uh, early Marine Corps history, which I thought was really valuable. Um, from an entertainment standpoint, though, it was a bit dry. Um, it reminded me a lot of like uh, when my history teacher didn't feel like teaching and would just turn on a video and you would just watch. And so um, it's it'd be really easy to just sort of um, – miss a lot of the nuance and, and specifics of it because it, it is a bit dry. It is very high on the education content and not as quite as much on the on the histotainment aspect as Colonel Woodbridge likes to Okay, so let's go a little bit deeper. So what yeah. specifically did you learn from watching this film? Oh, gosh, there was a ton. Um, I, you, you know, specifically some of the Marine Corps actions during uh, the Revolutionary War I thought was really interesting. Um, I think for uh, Marine Corps fanboys uh, and those of us who got a lot of our Marine Corps history through uh, the recruit depots or OCS, we know sort of the big wave tops like, uh, you know, uh, New Providence Island, for example. Uh, There's a lot that went into it that I didn't know, you know, that preceded that operation, why that that wasn't the primary objective initially. And, you know, them getting frozen in the harbor 
um, you know, the going out on the secret mission. I thought that was really fascinating. I, I thought um, their, uh, his um, breakdown of Derna, the Battle of Derna, like we all know, you know, for those of us, you know, understand sort of the, the, the easy history of like the Mameluk sword and things. Um, and, but not all of the stuff that sort of led up to that. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, his, uh, you know, his exploration of our war against piracy. Um, I think it was after the civil war. Um, uh, yeah. So there was, there was a ton, there really wasn't a single thing that went in there where I felt like I had, I knew all the information and he was just sort of telling me things I, I didn't know. You know, if you're paying attention, you're going to learn a ton. Um, and a lot of those specifics I thought was, was were really good. So stylistically, uh, what did you feel that the film did well to help actually teach you this information? Just having it really, um, you know, from I guess from a storyboarding standpoint, it, it flowed really well. There wasn't any spots in there you know obviously it's i think it may be the the format lends itself to that because it um you know just follows sort of the marine corps history chronologically um but i think where he did more uh where there was real a lot of fruit in his labors was that same thing like i was saying before like getting into like the real details and specifics of each of the things rather than just highlighting each of the uh, actions and campaigns. Um, so, so uh, finally, to end this like sort of initial overview, Amazon uh, review. What did the film do poorly? And, and, and on top of that, yeah, what could it have done to improve that? Sure. Uh, so one of the things I was thinking is um, the, uh, and I, I know there's obviously budgetary things. So this is very nitpicky, and I, I admit that. But like I thought, some of the B-roll of just having sort of you know, filming of reenactors was a bit, the production value wasn't what we're used to seeing, especially a lot of modern sort of document documentaries. Um, I would have liked to have seen more. I, I thought that it, where it was really good in detail and really good in, in following chronologically, it didn't necessarily tie in as a narrative. Um, and again, that may not have even been his objective at all. So uh, this might be kind of nitpicky. He may have tried to completely avoid uh, presenting it in a narrative style. And another thing I, th I find successful with documentaries um, that wasn't here was they had, you know, the voice acting uh, to reading the letters, which I, th I thought was a it was a uh, I don't want to say good choice because it is, this is a this is a. Um, a, crit a critique but it did break things up i thought what would have been more effective would have been to um rather than necessarily reading verbatim these letters and journal entries and things would be to bring in historians or experts in these fields and then having them you know sort of discuss because i think that adds to the narrative aspect of it too you know where it's almost like an interview of this expert sort of contextualizing the things that are being said in the documentary. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. Okay. okay. Uh, so uh, congrats. You, you passed the first part Yay! of your test. Like, nice. So in, in, as a reward, I will also 
follow through and do my assessment. Yes, as please well. do. So my Amazon review, I lay a very similar to you. I give the film a three point five out of uh, five. What it did was it painted very well with broad strokes. Uh, it, it went into intimate details a lot with the Marine Corps history and esprit de, uh, esprit de corps to understand why certain traditions existed. And it goes into depth into the birth of the organization, which for a lot of Marines, I feel is like the murkier period, the further back you go. And then it also brings to light a lot of where Marines were fighting in greater conflicts as well. Uh, yeah, well, uh, one other thing I thought was cool was I, I didn't realize there was a second tavern that uh, Samuel Nichols was recruiting from. I'd always heard Tun Tavern, but he mentions another one that was like further up north somewhere mm-hmm. else. I don't, am I, did I well, they they, they go in because Tun Taverns yeah. is where like I think members of the Congress met. And then uh, I think they did recruitment like spread throughout yeah. multiple. But uh, so what did I learn? Uh, as, as, like I said, the film painted with broad strokes. So I think the, some of the most uh, unique things I picked up was also like the history of the Marine Corps band. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Which was, I mean, the, the band is such iconic for the Marine Corps, but this, I've, I learned a lot from there, so it was interesting. What did the film do well that I liked? Uh, for the most part, uh, they used great use of historical images when, when they could and was applicable. What did the film do poorly was sometimes some of the B-roll didn't match up. Like, for instance, like the Seminole Indians look nothing like the Plains Indians, right, so right, why right. were they using that? But uh, otherwise, I mean, for a film that paints with broad strokes, uh, I think it, it was very well and deserves it at least three and a half stars. So going from here, let's go a little bit deeper, Vic. Uh, I actually have this information before me, so I'm going I'm to uh, relate it to you, but who created the film and was their bias? Whenever you're watching any mm-hmm. documentary, there's always an angle. There is always an argument, and then and they're trying to in- leave you feeling a certain way. So part of that is going to be reflected on who created the film and, 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 and such as that. So the director of this film was a man by the name of Kevin Hirschberger, he attended the Virginia Military Institute, graduating in 1995, majoring in international studies and history. He served as a military intelligence officer in the United States Army for eight years. He's also the president of Lionheart Film Works, which is also the YouTube right. uh, page that we pulled this from. And it's a history channel with an emphasis on military history as a primary. If you look at the playlist, you'll see. Um, and he's also been involved with a variety of other films as a director or producer or consultant for such as Field of Lost Shoes, which covers the Battle of Newmarket, Wicked Springs, which covers the Battle of the Wilderness, and documentary series such as Legends and Lies, The Real West, The Civil War, The Patriots, uh, America, Fast for Fact First Fishing, The American Revolution, et-, et cetera, et cetera. So this is primarily someone who not only a served in a prestigious uh, United States military school, but also studied history and then went on to become a member of the service as well. To then de- to then go forth and dedicate his life to American history. So, how do you think, based on this information, Vic? What do you think his angle is? What is his bias? What is he bringing into this film with him as a director? Uh, well, based on the title, you know, History of Heroes, I think that there's definitely a slant towards a positive view of, uh, you know, U.S. fighting forces, uh, uniformed services, and the campaigns which we have all participated in. Um, to that extent, then maybe some of the analyses weren't as critical um, as maybe they could have been. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I feel like this. These these are more um, along the lines of um, maybe less of an academic exploration and more of a uh, I don't, I don't want to say propaganda because it's definitely not that. But it, um, it I think it definitely has the um, intention of painting our heroes in a positive light. Well, uh, you touched on a lot of great points, Fix. I mean. He, with a lot of veterans, as we talk to and experience, there's a, a decent amount who go, you know, I served, I just want to put the past behind me. And there's also a lot who, hell yeah, I served. It's it's my life. I have all these tattoos on me. Right. The, and the t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Th this is the pinnacle of, of my human existence. Um, so between those, you know, different extremes, he definitely leans towards the latter. He he's definitely wants to promote the idea that, again, as, as the subtitle for the series, A History of Heroes. And so, therefore, he kind of goes into, a, a like you said, less critical. What, what is, what, how does that influence his work? Well, he leaves out maybe some things of the Marine Corps' less proud moments, such as, you know, the, the Spanish-American War and the Philippines with or, or the Banana War. Glazed over a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um and I remember my wife was sort of in the background of those watching this, and she when he started going through the list, she's like, "Oh, that's a lot of that's a lot of campaigns against indigenous people." Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, and, we were a bit of a colonial force there early on. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, and then again, this is this is this is old history, but it definitely reflects upon how you know a lot of people uh, maybe less inclined to support the armed forces intrinsically would would. They would argue, why is this being left out? Why is this being glazed over? Now, part of the issue is, you know, like uh, the Marine Corps has always been a reflection of American society. Yeah. So it's not to say, like, you know, the Marines were worse. Right. Well, we're not out there picking fights. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, they, they, Going did, as they did where their nation called them, yeah. and their nation maybe called them to some less than stellar. And, and in fairness, too, when you're looking at, and as you know, as a, you know, documentarian, you're under time constraint. Uh, if you're going to sort of, like you said, you know, paint if you're going for a two-part series of marine corps history you're very limited on the things that you can truly explore i mean what they were talking about as far as yeah the spanish-american war and the banana wars in particular i mean that could be an entire series um so yeah if you're going to cover you know almost a hundred what is 150 years of marine corps history there are some things that are going to have to get glazed over exactly yeah. i mean that was also one of my biggest uh complaints about the film that because it paints with such broad strokes you miss out on some really cool details like civil war buff over here like the civil war section where they just talk about first manassas and then the uh fighting at jury's bluff it's like well what about all the other cool stuff that happened mm -hmm. like 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 the an amphibious uh landing try to be conducted at fort sumter yeah. or fort fisher or throughout the Carolinas, you know, there's they they. This is supposed, to, I guess, to open doors mm -hmm. to interest rather than than cover everything. Sure, sure. Which is also ultimately, I feel, the idea of documentaries in the first place. You can obviously get much more information from reading a book, but this is to sort of open your interest in a way that's presentable, more enjoyable. Unfortunately, well, as much as I enjoy reading books, I also you know enjoy the 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 visual aspect and the experience of watching a film as well. And unfortunately, I feel like most people in this generation, day and age, lean towards preferring. Uh, films to multimedia books. but this yeah. this is idea, idea is supposed to open your doors of interest uh, which goes into my next question so Vic who do you believe the intended audience is and how was the made uh, the film made sorry how was the film made to influence the intended audience hmm uh, well you know at the risk of you know trying to uh, 
speak authoritarian authoritarian authoritatively about someone else's perspective um my feeling it's twofold i think that they're going for uh like you said sort of the red hatters if you will who the marine corps was everything for them and continues to be and so this is a good way of um sort of rejuvenating that esprit de corps um, granted, he's a, he's a, in the army, but I think the series is painting anybody who's ever worn the uniform uh, is, is trying to a- appeal to their esprit de corps, their pride in their service, which is a good thing. Uh, this other group, I think, is probably young, a younger audience. Uh, and along the lines of what you're saying, it's it's an intro. It's the it's the gateway into. Uh, sparking intellectual curiosity for future historians to then start to take deeper dives into some of these other aspects of uh, U.S. military history. Yeah, I, I agree with you to to, to a broad extent. Um, just because, again, like as you said, the, the title of the series, A History yeah. of Heroes, uh, already, already aiming towards someone who has maybe a general interest in military history. And would see a title such as A History of Heroes and be inclined to view that as something that they'd be interested in learning. You're not going to get maybe an, a, a major anti-war activist to go right. ahead and look at this. It's going to be someone who's already ha- inclined to support the United States military broadly and then military history specifically or, or secondary to that. Um, and the, and this almost comes off as a film you'd maybe see in a museum, for instance. Like, yes. you, like you're about to go in and see all these exhibits. You may not, you may have some prior knowledge of the museum you're about to go see. You may have some understanding, but this one sort of, it, it, it clarifies, it, it makes an established history so that you go into this museum then knowing the backstory behind it. And then right. you get to explore the exhibits with more context behind it. Yeah. So it comes off as maybe not, not academic, because it's not necessarily making an argument about the Marine mm-hmm. Corps' history, even okay, though you point. could potentially argue it is. Uh, by, by presenting it in a positive light, you could argue that it's trying to present the Marine Corps positively. Yeah, because like you were saying, like it doesn't give – where it stops in its context is why the U.S. was involved in these campaigns even to begin with. It just kind of just – sets the tone that the Marines were here and then this was what happened. You don't have the geopolitical landscape that follows along with it because that's not the intent, I think, of the of the documentary. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it, its argument essentially just to present the history of the Marine Corps. It doesn't, it, like I said, doesn't examine even the good or bad critically. It's right. trying to just show you here's what's happened in, in time and place. So how was this, uh, going back to the second question, how was this – film made to influence the intended audience. The intended audience is someone who has maybe a baseline interest in, in history, maybe a baseline interest in Marine Corps history, or a baseline interest in military history. What are they supposed to come away from this, hmm. having having watched the film? I would think, uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, that spark of, uh, it would, you know, sort of galvanize that interest into further study. Um, I don't think this... I my impression is is that this move this documentary isn't made to be the end all be all, like once you see that like done and done I know everything now about the Marine Corps from 1775 to 1916, I think it's supposed to spark that interest um, and to encourage uh, a deeper dive into some of these things. Awesome. So going forward, uh, what type of Marine? Uh, would you recommend watch this film? Oh, uh, well, um, 
so anybody who has ever been to the Marine Corps Museum or wants to go to the Marine Corps Museum to use, um, you know, what you're talking about as far as like a museum piece, I think that's a great point. I hadn't considered that. I think it would be really beneficial for someone who either is about to go to the Marine Corps Museum or wants to go, has been. This is a good uh, sort of accompanying piece to that. And then uh, for police, uh, those uh young Americans who are thinking about raising their right hand or who are in the delayed entry program and want to um, get a better feel than what, you know, a sort of a history textbook will give you. Um, and also for those parents now who are wondering, like, what did my kid just get himself into? Um, this definitely, I think, will um, not just give you uh, some really good details about what the Marine Corps has done throughout American history, but also give you that sense of, well, this is, um, this is more than just service. Like even, even a four year commitment, uh, 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 just someone who is going to do a single tour in the Marine Corps will come away with a sense of being part of something bigger than themselves. All right, well, Vic, congrats. You passed the, uh, oh, you passed right, the exam. Oh, right, man. I'm dropping the microphone. With, with, out. With flying colors. Uh, so, yeah, so for our audience. I know, what do you think? Did that, was that your impression? I mean, oh, being I, that you grew up in a you know Marine family, um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think for like most Marines who've been through it, I mean, you might pick up a, a few new facts here and there, but this is definitely, you know, I would recommend the pulleys as well as, 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 a, as a gateway to maybe understanding what you're getting into and what, you know, like the the history of the Marine Corps didn't start with like you know when we have photographs of or in footage of World War II. It's much more longer and illustrious than that. And the Marines throughout its history have been for have been asked by this country to do a wide variety of tasks throughout its long illustrious history. And I imagine those variety of tasks is only going is only going to enlarge going forward. So knowing where you where where you came from can help you understand the trajectory of where you might go. Mm -hmm. And yes, and then if you're going the Marine, if you're you know are inclined to, to learn more about the Marine Corps, go to the Marine Corps Museum. This would be a great, you know, start. Step one would be to go here. And then there's obviously, which we might touch on later, other documentary films to, to learn more in-depth details of, of Marine Corps history as well. But uh, anyway, so for our audience, I hope you enjoyed this little uh, back and forth segment. But these questions are something that you should ask yourself every time you watch a documentary, especially some of the ones that we post on our battle studies packages, to look at them critically and figure out how you can best use them as a teaching tool for yourself. And this is a process you can do with any of your other friends or compadres that you can watch a film together and that have an intellectual discussion to figure out what are the what can you take away and how can this help you uh, succeed going forward sure i think too like when you look at these things um especially as they're they're you know taking on this journey chronologically i think one thing to look at as well and and uh william you've mentioned this on a number of other podcasts you know that axiom about history rhyming is that where are we seeing sort of repeated themes employment techniques innovation Especially as we're going forward, 50, you know, Force Design 2030, um, you know, we're back into great power competition. Like, and I, we, you know, we haven't seen the second video yet, so that may touch on some of that. But yeah, definitely look and see, like, I even divested of maybe the historical context from a Marine Corps employment standpoint, like, where are we seeing echoes from what we've already done? Yeah, exactly. So again, I would, 
we we hope you enjoy this discussion. We definitely recommend you check out the film and also its sequel, as as well as the entire YouTube page. There's a lot of good content on there from a variety of of documentarians that d does some pretty good uh, military history. So we'll we'll post that on the video description for you to check out. And if you have any comments or or recommendations of, of films that you would like or documentaries that you would like Vic and I to to parse through, we'd happily uh, yeah, continue that'd with that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So in terms of uh you know, looking towards the future, Vic, as we always like to do. What we got coming up with the uh, Marine Corps Association that you and I want to, you know, post out there. Yeah, yeah, you know, well, there's a lot. Um, you, obviously, the Gazette uh, is, you know, I think um, General Smith just, uh, I, I was looking on, um, I think it was Lieutenant Colonel Berg's uh, LinkedIn had posted something that, uh, you know, General Smith had mentioned about the, uh, you know, going full auto on your ideas gun, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it, you know, continue to contribute. Uh, and, and contribution isn't always writing and submitting something like contribute by engaging in the conversation, whether it's on social media, whether it's at the barbershop or whatever, but or whether it's on the Marine Corps Gazette LinkedIn. LinkedIn page. Yes, oh, yeah, absolutely. baby. Um, but yeah, hit the socials, uh, but just read, read up on this stuff. Content coming out of Leatherneck and Gazette, uh, really, uh, we've got some great contributions, um, really well-written articles, and some really great ideas uh, coming out of there. Um, we've also got new content coming up on the webpage. Uh, and speaking of poolies um, coming down the pike, we should have a nice little buffet for new Marines and families to participate in. Um, yeah. Oh, and then MCA Films, baby. As we're talking about documentaries, MCA Films is is really on the come up. It's on the come up. Yeah. Look yeah. forward to some of our own uh, feature feature films. I don't know. If feature might be the right, right right or wrong word, but we're gonna have some pretty cool stuff coming out in 2024. Yeah. So keep keep on tabs, and we'll love your your feedback. We're trying to. Uh, pull the Marine Corps Association's YouTube channel into the 2020 20, late 2020s. So let's <laughs> let's make the future happen now, baby. That's right. I love it. All right. Well, anyways, well, thanks for tuning in on this uh, brief episode of the Marine Corps Association Scuttlebutt. I'm William. Vic's here. Hey. And uh, we thank you for your time and appreciate your support. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Scuttlebutt is a production of the Marine Corps Association. I am William Truding but you've also heard the voices or contributions of Vic Rubel, USMC retired, Nancy Lichman, or Ty Frazier. The opinions expressed in this episode do not reflect the official stance of the Marine Corps, DOD, or Marine Corps Association.